Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Easel Moments Podcast. I'm your host, your online health and wellness coach, Ryan Cass. I mean, in this episode, it's me. It's you. I'm the problem. It's me. You know, it's me. Uh, solo episode talking about how you can lose weight forever and keep it off. And I'm going over all the core values I work on with all my clients um, about how you can lose weight forever and, and not have it be something that consumes your whole life forever. Um, so I really think this episode is going to help you, but you're only going to know if you listen to it, okay? And I would appreciate it if you did, because uh, I recorded in a, in a room by myself, uh, just me, okay? So <laughs> I love you. I appreciate you. I really hope you enjoy the episode, and I'll see you in there. Peace out, guys. Hello, and welcome to another episode of These Little Moments Podcast. I'm your host, your online health and wellness coach, Ryan Cassum. And in this episode, my friends, we are talking about how you can lose weight forever. Lose weight forever. I should also note that I am broadcasting from San Diego. I have officially moved to San Diego. And what I mean by that is I have signed a year lease, so I am committed I am committed to the California lifestyle, the California lifestyle for at least a year. Uh, so yeah, lot lots happened. I am uh, recording from my new place, which is kind of nice to say because I was in an Airbnb for the past couple months and felt really scattered and uh, just like I couldn't settle down and if you know me at all, you know it makes me a little anxious. Uh, we're, we don't stray away from talking about the mental health here, but I was pretty anxious. It made me feel really anxious. Um, but I'm really happy to be settled in my place now, and uh, it feels good. And, yeah, it's also kind of cold, to uh, to say the least. And I, and I feel, um, <laughs> as an East Coaster, I feel uh, weak saying that because <laughs> I'm used to the winters that uh, will rip your nipples right off because it's so cold. Um, but here I am. It's it's like 50 degrees and like my, my fingers are cold. And, uh, I, and I'm still wearing short shorts. That will never change. I used to do that in Brooklyn all the time even when I was freaking below freezing. But um, just want to – I'm being transparent with you. I'm having an honest conversation with you saying I'm a cold man. Not nipples freezing cold, but I'm a cold man. But <laughs> anyways, appreciate you listening so far to this amazing podcast. Um, but today we're talking about how you can lose weight forever, what that looks like, what it entails, um, so that you can ultimately get on a sustainable track and then go into maintenance and, and ride into the sunset for the rest of your life so you don't have to worry about this shit anymore. Um, so Without further ado, let's get started. Okay, let's get started. So first, I wanna I wanna define I wanna define what sustainability means because I think it gets lost in the sauce a lot, and I think we all say sustainability a lot, and we don't really define what that means. So when I'm thinking sustainability, I'm thinking, what can I do? That's going to allow me to, and we're talking about weight loss in this case, but that's going to allow me to lose weight. But more importantly, I don't have to change what I have to do after I lose weight. It's just like more of the same. So we're talking about a process that is forever, 
we're talking at a process that is isn't unenjoyable we're talking a process that you can actually adhere to and do the rest of your life that's what sustainability is it's it's not like a it's not like a unattainable thing it's something that's like oh like i can just do this for the rest of my life and not have to worry about changing anything at any point which could happen like you make tweaks here and there depending on what season of life you're in but like that's what sustainability is it's not like you have to make drastic changes it's what can i do in my current season of life that is going to allow me to do this for the rest of my life and to me that's what sustainability is and and when i work with my clients that's what we all chase after and what we all strive for because it's really important to you know define what your end goal looks like and how you go about going after that end goal so that is what sustainability is it's that's how i define it so how do we get there what is the what does the process look like to going after and chasing after a, a sustainable lifestyle well again we're and this is all weight loss we're talking about how you can lose weight forever and and have it really be forever and not just bullshit you when we're talking about it so when we're talking about that it all it all starts with and in my opinion i think it all starts with you know your calorie intake and the reason i say that is because if you've done any sort of fad diet if you've done like the ketos the intermittent fastings the uh only eat blue foods the uh i'm just going to eat oranges for the rest of my life diets then you quickly realize how aggressively low calorie that you're probably eating um as well as restrictive but you 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 typically have done aggressively low calorie diets even if you track your calories if you're if you're always thinking i need to eat such few calories for me this to actually work for me or or for me to actually lose weight but the goal and again to creating sustainability is you have to one shift your mindset from i need to lose this weight as quickly as possible to i understand that i've been trying to do that my whole life and it's what's caused me to yo-yo diet or not actually lose this weight sustainably so i need to lose this weight slow and steady so that it doesn't you know aggravate what i want and my lifestyle and all these things that go into it so you know and a way to do that is to eat as many calories that still allows you to lose weight and that starts with you know understanding like what does that look like so there there's a few ways that we can go about doing that Way number 1 is I do it for you. You go to my calorie calculator in my show notes below, bodybrian.com/calculator and I I will literally I have a calculator that's going to tell you how many calories you should be eating that is sustainable for you to lose weight. You could do that. The other thing you could do is you can just track for 2 weeks, track your calories for 2 weeks and just get an average of what your baseline calories are, right? And be completely honest. Like don't be an asshole. Don't try to like <laughs> cheat and be like, "Oh, I ate so well these past 2 weeks." Or like, "Oh, I'm not going to check that uh that In-N-Out burger, Shadow Kelly, or that uh or that McDonald's that I had because, you know, that just was once in a while." track it all just track it all because what's going to happen is you're going to get a real baseline for like your eating habits and your average calorie intake and it's going to give you a starting point so let's say like you do this for 2 weeks and your average calorie intake is like 2300 calories then all you would do is like maybe subtract like 300 calories from that and start 
trying to eat 2000 calories for like four weeks and see how that goes, see how it feels, see how the weight changes. Um, but that's just like a good baseline of what you can start doing today to start eating as many calories as you can that that allows you to lose weight and i think it's important because that is like setting you up for uh you know how your portions should look like what type of food you should be eating um any sort of moderation lifestyle that and we're going to get into all that Um, but i think that's like a great starting point is like okay like this is my sustainable calorie intake and i need to work from here so Part of the process, my first thing I would recommend is you need to eat as many calories as you can. That still allows you to lose weight. And you also need to shed that mindset that I need to lose this weight as quickly as possible um, because it hasn't served you. Right? Like, let's just be honest. It hasn't served you yet and it won't serve you. Um, I would say there's like, if I'm being honest with you, there's only like probably 3% of people that can actually lose weight um, very fast uh, by eating aggressively low calories and still have a good relationship with food, still be able to bounce back and eat maintenance and all that stuff. There's only like 3% of people that can actually do that. Um, and that's why I don't recommend it for the majority of people because it, it, it typically statistically does not work. Um, so that's why I recommend eat as many calories as you can. That still allows you to lose weight. The next thing I want you to focus on is, is focus on eating nutrient dense foods, right? And you probably hear me say this all the time, or you you have seen me do videos where I'm eating like Kit Kat bars or Reese's peanut butter cups or going to uh, fast food places and and including that in my diet. Like all those things are important. We'll talk about that as well. But um, what we also have to focus on is not just saying like yeah, like stay within your calorie intake and you're good, dude, but saying you need to include nutrient dense foods in your diet like having having fruit having vegetables focusing on your fiber intake um you know eating lean proteins uh these are all important things for health purposes because i don't want you to just lose weight and then be internally wrecked because you just did it by eating freaking cookies or um, pizza and not having enough nutrient dense foods. So this is like, you've probably heard this too, but this is where the 80 20 rule comes in, right? 80% of your food should be nutrient dense, right? They should be like filled with all foods that you know, bring you nourishment for your body that your body's like, thank you so much for putting this in my little bitty body, because it makes me feel good, right? That's what we should be aiming for. And the 20% is the psychological part. It's the psychological part where it's like, I love eating French fries. So I'm going to incorporate this into my diet because mentally this keeps me freaking sane, man. And I like French fries and they, and, and part of, yeah, of course they, they are like comfort foods to me and that's okay if we understand the process. So 80, 20, 80% of your foods should be nutrient dense. And then 20% should be foods that you, you enjoy or bring you some sort of comfort and, uh, because that's the the twenty percent is the psychological aspect. The eighty percent is the health aspect. Okay, as long as we're we're adhering to that eighty twenty rule, then you're going to feel good and you're still going to get results. Okay, so that's why it's really important to include nutrient dense foods into your diet. Um, and then I would also say the the next thing that goes along with that and ties with it is portion control. 
because what what is counting calories right or what is keeping track of your calories it's keeping track of your total portions like what what you're putting into your body and what has a um we could say like a price of what goes in your body right like if we know french fries like a small serving of french fries is like 300 calories like that's a that's a price you're paying not like a health price but like that's like a if you only have like eighteen hundred dollars on you and french fries are three hundred dollars then you're putting three hundred of your eighteen hundred dollar budget into that okay cool now i have fifteen hundred other dollars to work with for food i'm gonna buy so that's kind of you have to have that's what portion control is you have to look at it in a way where it's like um i need to understand what my portions need to look like so i can still hit my results but more importantly still eat nutrient-dense foods for health purposes and also um still have my portion my portion um protein intake so i hit my protein intake that's going to help me um adhere and stay full and help me recover and um allow me to feel good uh so that's what i would highly recommend is you need to focus on portion control because essentially counting calories is portioning your foods it's just a direct number of what these portions look like um you know like the age-old saying is like you don't have to count calories but your calories still count and portions are calories so understanding what your portions should look like is just going to pay off in the grand picture of things when you actually lose your weight so that you know like you could literally eyeball any thing on your plate and be like oh like that looks like about four ounces of chicken on my plate it looks like about a cup of rice on my plate like that's the goal of one if you do track calories you go that route that's what the purpose of it um but also so like when you're at your end goal when you're at your end person that you're trying to become uh you can look at portions or understand what your portions should look like and what they should look like each day day in and day out and how it applies okay so that's why portion control is so important if your goal is to lose weight forever and to keep it off um and then to go back into the the old french fry the old french fry example i gave before is uh real moder real moderation like what is real moderation like uh what what does moderation look like and we talked about the 80 20 rule already but like understanding that if you continue to restrict foods because you view them as good or bad or you continue to restrict foods because sally sally sells seashells by the seashore told you that your burger is going to kill you or it's worse than cigarettes and you say i will never have this again but you love burgers or you you enjoy them or they bring you some sort of comfort or they remind you of home or childhood or you just generally like like a burger it's important to include that in uh moderation into your diet right because i don't know about you but if if you don't generally don't like french fries and you're just like i will never have these again and i'm good with it cool don't eat those french fries like you you can never have them again sure that's fine but if you're in the back of your mind you're like well i would like to have them one day right or like what if i'm out to eat and i do want to have somebody's french fries they offer me you need to understand what moderation looks like you need to understand what having a good relationship with food looks like and how you can include it in all things and still make your goals and see progress but more importantly, not like get like anxious if you're around these foods or feel like they're taboo or anything like that. So that's what real moderation looks like. Real moderation is including these foods into your diet routinely or when you want to enjoy them so that you can feel good about your progress, so you can feel good about your food choices and not have it take up so much mental real estate 
And like I mentioned, if you continue to look at foods as good or bad or anything like that, then you're you're going farther away from your end goal of losing weight forever because you will not lose weight forever if you don't understand what moderation is or what moderation looks like for you. So that's why it's so, so incredibly important to utilize moderation in your ideal diet because like I said, if you can disavow like having donuts for the rest of your life, all the power to you. Like if you were like, yeah, I'm never having a donut again because they're bad or they're too sugary or like cool. Like I don't give a fuck. Go for it. And like if that's what you want, amazing. Like cool. Support you. I fully support you. But if you're like in the back of your mind like, well, I do like donuts and like it would be cool to know how to have these in moderation, then that's important. That's why real moderation is important and i have plenty of podcasts of how to eat what you want and still stay on track so make sure you check out previous episodes about that um this is my actually 87th episode of no i'm sorry 80 88th episode i've done the podcast so we're creeping slowly to 100 episodes which i'm really grateful for especially for being a podcast i started in my mom's basement and now we're recording in san diego like that's kind of wild to me and that's a little tangent that has nothing to do with this podcast but um maybe has everything to do with this podcast you know um but anyway so that's real moderation that's why i believe if you want to lose weight forever why it's important to understand what moderation is for you and how to incorporate it um and i think to go along with that as well is is understand the lifestyle balance of everything too right so i I previously gave an example about if you're out to eat and and um, you know, somebody offers you French fries and you're just like, no, I'm just trying to stick to my salad here. Thank you very much, which is cool, right? And I think that's actually so important because a lot of people tend to, anytime they go out to eat, they treat it as like a smorgasbord. It's like, I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want because I'm out to eat and that never really happens or it happens all the time and I still treat it like it's a smorgasbord. So having a lifestyle balance is really important if you're trying to lose weight forever, right? Um, and I have entire podcasts on how to eat out and stay on track, so make sure you check that out. But having a lifestyle balance is important because you shouldn't feel like you can't go out to eat if you're trying to lose weight. You shouldn't feel anxiety if you're asked out to eat or if you are out to eat and you're presented with menus and options, all that stuff. You should not feel anxiety if you do get the burger at the restaurant and you feel like you fucked up like that, that. Those things should not be happening, right? Those are what we call red flags. So we don't want any red flags. We want to make sure that we have some sort of lifestyle balance. Like you can go to a friend's house and still enjoy yourself and stay on track. Or if you do go off track, awesome. I'm going to get right back on track the next day and life goes on. It's all good. I'm not going to stress out about it. I'm not going to punish myself. I'm not going to get the fuckets and eat the rest of the food or anything else the, the rest of the week. It's about establishing a balance with your lifestyle especially if you're a very social person, it's important. It's really important, you know, or even if you're like kind of like an introvert like me and you go out whenever the the full moon is orange with a slight shade of blue, then you need to understand too that it is important to have a lifestyle balance with food, with your nutrition, with everything else, because if the end goal is to become this person who is trying to keep off this weight for the rest of their lives, then it is important to understand that we need to have some sort of balance with our life and our social life and all that as well. Um, like same, same thing can go for, uh, even if you're not a social person, like you're just the person who always gets takeout, right? Um, you know, this was me in New York city when I was in New York city, it was kind of overwhelming at first. Cause like 
you just <laughs> you're presented with so many more options to to choose from like and all options are really good you know coming from like a small town in connecticut like <laughs> like going in new york city and you're just like i can get delicious indian food or korean food or italian food or pizza delivered right to my apartment door and i don't have to move at all it was like amazing but it can be easily abused and that's why it's also important to understand like a lifestyle balance right and going back to like also portion control and moderation is we need to have a balance with these things as well uh, so that we don't feel like we're abusing them or we're abusing ourselves or that we can't control ourselves. I think that's the most important thing when we talk about any of these steps is establishing control with our actions and our thoughts um, or our understanding like sometimes things happen and we need to establish control when we do regain control. Um, so I think all those things are super important. So that's what I would recommend is establishing some sort of lifestyle balance that's going to allow you to stay on track and keep this weight off forever. Um, and then the, the other thing I, I think is really important, and I, I'm a firm believer that you should not exercise to lose weight, but I'm also a realist that if you're moving your body, it does help you lose weight and, and maintain your, your physique. Um, like I would be a uh, rigamaroo if I said, no, don't try to, don't do this because blah 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 it's like no it's like that's the actual reality of it. it's like when there's movement involved with your body you're going to burn calories that's just how it works um but we never want to create the mindset that that's why we're doing it right like let's just be real like i don't want you to doing stairmaster or workouts because you're like i burned 700 calories this is so good it's like no like we're doing this because we're trying to get strong as hell because we want to look good naked and we want to be injury free the rest of our lives but let's just be real. It does help you burn calories. So including movement into your lifestyle as well is going to help you keep weight loss off forever. So establishing a walking routine, so establishing a cardio routine, establishing a strength training routine, or maybe you like that yoga class that you go to. Maybe you like that Zumba class. Um, establishing regular movement is just a really great way to keep weight loss off forever. Um and I think that's really important. Again, it's not something I'm going to undermine, and, and it is lower on my list, but um, it doesn't mean that uh, it's not important. It doesn't mean that it's incredibly important. It just means that from a health perspective, it's really good to do. And also from a caloric burn perspective, it's really good to do. And then also from like a, a lifestyle perspective, it's just good to move your body, Like especially if you're a sedentary person, you work all day, you're a nine-to-fiver, or even you're an overtimer, like whatever it might be, it's just incredibly important to move your body. And I think I would be a rigmarole if I did not mention that. Um, and, then, and then the last thing I wanted to talk about, in my opinion, this is probably the most important thing because anytime I'm on the phone with a client, uh, the, the majority of the things that they're struggling with isn't like, oh, my calories and protein, I can't seem to do it. It's like, yeah, that might be the case. Or it's like, oh, I just don't know what foods I need to include. Like that could be the case. But majority of the time, it's your mental and behavioral aspects that aren't being addressed enough. Most of the time, people try to insert diet, insert workout program, insert another diet, insert another workout program, insert another detox tea, insert this, right? It's like you're you're trying to... I'm going to use this example, but everybody uses it, but I just, I like it because it reminds me of when I was a kid, but you're trying to put a square and a peg in a round hole and it just doesn't work. And it's not going to work for you if you're not trying to work for yourself. So doing inner work 
right? When we're talking about inner work, I mean like meditation. I'm talking about journaling. I'm talking about going for mindful walks. I'm talking about finding hobbies and activities that help shut your brain off and more importantly, help you acknowledge and feel your thoughts and feelings without repressing them your whole gosh damn life um, like I did for a period of time. Establishing a, a good mental behavioral routine in addition to everything else that we talked about is going to help you keep your weight off forever. Because if you're somebody who emotionally eats, if you're somebody who stress eats, if you're somebody who boredom eats, if you're somebody who wakes up in the middle of the night and eats food and doesn't know why, if you're somebody who binge eats, like whatever the case, like insert any issues you might have. When we talked about before, getting anxiety, if you go out to eat or anything like that, if you experience any of these things, you need to work on your mental behavioral foundation or else none of this shit will work or none of this shit will stick. So we want to establish good mental health routines, good behavioral routines um, to help us feel mentally good and mentally clear so we're not you know, coping with food in any way or coping with exercise in any way to, to uh, make up for anything, right? I think that's really important. I, and I'm a firm believer in therapy. I love therapy. I've been going to therapy for since 2018. Um, and I think it's just something that helped me tremendously and wasn't even my intention with my relationship with food and my and my stress and all that as well. Um, and, and I think that's really the key to keeping your weight loss off forever because it's also going to help you understand what balance looks like for you. It's going to help you understand um, you know, why it's important to, to portion control and have moderation and, and a lifestyle balance. Um, but more importantly, like it's going to help you get over the fuck. It's going to, it's going to help you, um, get rid of this all or nothing mentality that you might have. And I think it's really important to work on your mental health in general, because who gives a shit if you lost the weight, but it doesn't stay off because you didn't work on all the other issues that cause you to gain that weight in the first place. Um, so that would be like my list of of things of what you should be doing to lose weight forever. And uh, just to recap it is is eat as many calories as you can that still allows you to lose weight. You know, focus on having nutrient-dense foods. You know, understanding what portion control looks like. Having some sort of moderation with all your foods. Don't restrict your foods, but having moderation with them. Um, and having a lifestyle balance, like knowing how to socialize and still stay on track or, or getting back on track afterwards. And then incorporating exercise and movement in your daily life because your body appreciates it. It obviously helps you burn calories. And it's just important, too, from the mental aspect. And then also going into that, the mental behavioral aspect. Like, don't skip out on journaling. Don't skip out on going to meditation. Don't skip out on talking to friends about tough issues or um, or going to therapy or, or doing yoga classes to connect with your mental health or anything like that um, and yourself the person that's within uh, these all are incredibly important if you're trying to lose weight forever and and that goes into like okay now that I've lost the weight forever then then what right that's the stage that we call maintenance and the beauty is if you do all the things I listed and you incorporate them and you lose that weight then you don't have to change anything right the only thing you change is you're going to increase your calories um, by a few hundred or 300 400 calories maybe maybe more depending on um, certain certain factors and variables but nothing has to change like maintenance is literally just like i'm going to maintain the same habits and things that i've built during this process that allowed me to lose weight in the first place and that's ultimately why a lot of people struggle if they lose weight unsustainably is because now they're like well i don't want to keep doing this the whole time this was miserable how i lost this weight well 
if you don't do that, if you do this the right way with everything I listed, then maintenance is just like breath of fresh air because it's like, yeah, I just enjoy these things. I'm going to continue doing these habits because they make me feel good. And uh, that's it, you know, and you just got to sharpen your maintenance acts. So that's like maintenance in a nutshell is like maintenance is, is just a matter of increasing X amount of calories so that you can maintain a weight, weight range that you, you allows you to feel good. And, um, and from a multiple ways, like health wise, looks wise, um, confidence wise, mentally wise, um, that's what maintenance is. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it. Like this is how you can lose weight forever and keep it off, um, by just following, like, these are like my core foundations for all my clients, um, so that you can lose weight and more importantly, keep it off forever. Um, so that's the episode guys. So I really appreciate you listening. I love you super much. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you would be such a dear and, and such a, uh, a gem in my life, if you can leave a five-star review wherever you listen to the podcast, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Apple, um, wherever it might be, I would super appreciate if you leave a five-star review because it helps my podcast get seen and it helps other people see my podcast who could really benefit from everything we talk about in here. Um, so with that being said, I love you super much. I appreciate you super much. If you'd like to work together one-on-one health and wellness coaching, you'd like to lose this weight forever and, 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 and take on these core foundations that I work on with all my clients. And you can apply for coaching at bodybyryan.com slash coaching. And that's it. That's all I got to say. I love you super much. I appreciate you a ton. And, uh, and thank you for being along for the ride from my mom's basement as we go along to this next journey in California. And uh, I appreciate you so much. I love you. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace out, guys.